Quixie 98.3, Adam here, and I've got a special friend with me today. It's Sarah Fellows over at Nolan RECC, and uh, something very special is happening in May, which I think is important for the listeners. It's uh, it's um, Electrical Safety Month, right? It is, and that is a huge deal for us. Uh, safety is our number one priority. Obviously, when you're dealing with electricity, um, the safety of our employees, the safety of the public is absolutely the most important thing. So May is a really big deal for us um, because we talk all year long, we talk about electrical safety, uh, but May is a time that we really try and concentrate on, you know, what can, what can our members do? I mean, our guys, they're always, uh, I say guys, that's our, our, all of our line techs, all of our employees. um, We're always about safety. We do safety meetings all the time. We do safety briefings, but we really want the public to know that safety falls a lot back on our members uh, because it's what you do every day in your life, every day in your home, in your business, uh, after a storm, what you do personally really impacts your own personal safety. So uh, we want to make sure that our, our members and everybody uh, who's listening uh, really understand that there's a lot of ways to keep yourself safe. Um, and in addition to what we do to, to try and help you stay safe as well. So Yeah, absolutely. I mean, electric is, it's it's dangerous. It can be if it's not used properly. It really is. And, and it doesn't take much uh, to, to cause a real hazard. So it is. And it's, it's something that we use so often that I think you forget. You know, you're always plugging in and out your your iPhone uh, to charge it up. Well, when you look at, at how, you know, Eat I Know Mine looks like something ate the end of it, right? Uh, but that's dangerous. And you don't think about necessarily, at least I didn't necessarily before I, I got into this business, that, that is a, that's a dangerous situation that I'm setting up for myself, for my child. Um, and so being aware of those kinds of things, sometimes it's just a matter of, becoming aware like oh, I need to I need to pay attention to those kind of things because it could it really could mean a matter of, of personal safety for me and my family absolutely in springtime at least for me and I, I think that I'm probably not alone this is where I start to think about my energy usage we're mm-hmm. getting ready to start turning on our air conditioner right. you know make sure that that's running properly and safe right but you know I look at all the different things that I use around the house that are electric and if they're not running properly, that can be a, a fire hazard. It can be a hazard to my health. You know, it, absolutely. It's just a dangerous situation. Absolutely. And that, and there's there's certain things that tend to be um, things that we do a little bit more often that can be dangerous. So I brought kind of a list of things, uh, and we can kind of talk through them if you want, if that's okay. Yeah. Um, things that, that I know as a homeowner, there are things that, that I didn't necessarily think of before this became my job. Um, and so things that I think that, that your listeners probably, maybe it could help to have some reminders about. Yeah, I think that's sounds great awesome okay so so the first thing is really about extension cords we all i don't know about you but like the back the back side of my tv looks like there everybody in the neighborhood plugs something in back there right but that's not good because um a lot of things first of all overloading those circuits can be a real hazard um they're a you know they're designed to take so much load uh, and when we overload them especially for long periods of time we can really tax that load um, and they're not meant to be permanent solutions a lot of people will use an extension cord for a permanent solution and that really isn't safe um, extension cords and i didn't know this re- until recently really aren't rated for certain things so if you plug something that is not rated for that extension cord um, so for example i plugged in a space heater on an extension cord the extension cord got hot to the touch now talk about how dangerous, and that was in a few minutes. Think about how dangerous that might be if that is a permanent solution for your heating in a certain room. That, that's a fire hazard. Yeah, right absolutely, there. It, it absolutely is. So being careful about what you plug in where, and that you don't overload those, and don't use those extension cords as permanent fixtures, um, and overloading any outlets and things like a space heater. 
is re- it's, they're really deceptive in how much energy they pull. Um, and so being really careful that those are plugged directly into the wall if you're going to use them. They do use a lot of energy, though. So just as another tip, they're not a good permanent heating solution either. But um, but being careful about where you plug those devices is is some of the most common things, I think, that, that people kind of overlook. Also using light bulbs that uh, go with the wattage that, that the um, – that they're called for in the outlet fixture. Or in yeah, the sure. Fixture. There's, there's usually a sticker on that says n- no more than 60 Absol- watts. Absolutely. And uh, staying within that is really important. Um, and then the portable heater thing is another thing is the bathroom. I know my bathroom gets really cold in the winter. And we're not, I mean, I know right now it's not as, as uh, much of an issue, but certainly in the winter, using those around water obviously is something. And, and you would be surprised at how many people uh, can get le- electrocuted by that. So really they should not be used in the bathroom. You should have a more permanent heating solution that doesn't that doesn't require a space heater in the bathroom um but then that safety tips can go on to something like a like a hair dryer for example exactly because exactly. you're using electricity in a wet location so definitely use some common sense there exactly and keep yeah and keeping those as far away especially i mean if you've got kids toddling around pulling that off into to water is absolutely an easy thing to do so um for sure if you're not using those get those unplugged put those way out of the way yeah for sure sure. um a couple of things if you're building or if you um we always always suggest that having an electrician just check your system on occasion especially if you have a lot of circuits break you know if if you're if you have lights going out if you feel things are starting to get warm in places having a certified electrician uh, electrician look at your system is really really important and that can one of the things that can help are the a- AFCIs and the GFCIs those ground fault interrupters because what that does is that kicks off your lights and that's annoying but what that's done is help you to avoid a dangerous situation if something's starting to heat up it's like oh that's not good. Let me kick off. And that helps you to know that there's an issue there. So yeah. um, they're, they're a really good uh, kind of first warning to you, potential hazards. You definitely want those in, in wet locations anyway. So your kitchen right. and your bathroom. Exactly. Or, and that's where a lot of homes would see those. But some some older homes may not have those especially. Um, and if you if it's getting kicked a lot, that's a really good sign that somebody needs to take a look at that that knows what they're doing. Sure. That's a great point. Yeah. And then um, if you're going to dig, now this is a spring thing. So if you are going to dig, call 811. That is super important uh, because there, especially in our neighborhoods now, there's underground wire everywhere. So I may want to plant a bush. And if I hit the wrong thing, that's deadly for me. Mm-hmm. It's de- you know, it's going to knock out, which is not nearly as important, but it's going to knock out the neighborhood. I mean, there's all kinds of bad things that can happen with that. So just call 811. It takes a couple of days. Everything will be marked, and then you, you can avoid any kind of injury or, or hassle or whatever it is that might happen with that. Well, exactly. And, you know, there's buried gas lines, too. I know in our exactly. neighborhood we've got them marked, but if you hit one of those, that could be very dangerous. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and it, and it really it takes so little time, really, to do that and very little effort on your part. So yeah. um, just call 811, super easy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And while we're speaking of, of storm, uh, or like spring, spring mm-hmm. seasons, right, storms are another kind of electrical. And it's, it, some of it is, is being outside away from, from natural electricity, not, not ones that we create. But the re- a really, really big thing we want to make sure people understand is to stay away from down power lines. You may, I don't know that I could identify, like, that's a power line, that's a cable line. Just don't go near them. It doesn't matter if you, I don't care if you could tell me the exact phase of that line. I don't want you to go near it. If it's on the ground, presume that it's hot and call your power provider. If it's no Lin, if it's KU, make sure you give them a call. Uh, if it's posing a public hazard, like it's across Dixie Highway, 
Call 911 while you're at it, uh, but start with your power provider, and we'll get that turned off, make sure that people stay away from it. But the, that electricity can run 30, 40 feet through the ground. So if you're getting anywhere near that, you could potentially be putting yourself in danger. So that is super, super important. No, and that gr- that's actually a really great point as we're go- going into storm season. Exactly. You know, the tr- trees, lightning, it, I mean, it can all... it. It happens. It, it absolutely does. And and when you see it, you're kind of like, well, can I can I drive over it? The answer is no. <laughs> can I pick it up? The answer is no. Um, if you if you have a question about it, the answer is probably no. So just stay away from it. Uh, and that really is just stay as far away from it as you can and call somebody to get it turned off. There you go. Uh, the answer is no. <laughs> yeah, the answer is no. Just don't go near it. Um, and the other thing about that is if, if you have flooding in your basement, like if you, you know, we obviously we get a lot of rain around here, um, being really careful about not going into a flooded basement until that electricity is off. Um, because you could have exposed power, you know, power cords down there. You could have some water and electric. There's all kinds of bad things that could happen with that. So make sure that um, you, you just stay out of flooded basements until you know for sure that the power has been cut for that. Um, and then the last thing that I have, unless you, I, you know, we, we can talk about other stuff if you've got questions, but uh, portable generators are another thing. Of course, if you live through the ice storm here, someone somewhere has the power. <laughs> we, yeah. we bought one recently. Yeah, we did too. Never used it. <laughs> Probably will never use it. Uh, but if you're, if you want, it's really important to use those based on your manu- the manufacturer rules on those. They have a way to do that, and you need to make sure you follow those because those can cause some serious um, health hazards, not only for fumes and things like that, but if those get hooked back into an electrical system, that it can actually put power back out onto the lines and could can electrocute our guys. So um, we need we just need everybody to be really careful and follow the directions on how to to run those portable generators. Yeah, absolutely. And generally speaking, you know, it is going to be for the manufacturer, but don't run them inside usually. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely yeah. not. You know, because most of I mean, they're gas powered by and large, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that the fumes on that could definitely be deadly. So you want to be really careful about that and know that we are we are doing the very best we can to get that power back on we promise <laughs> but if you do have and this is important too if you if you do have an outage we know that there are people especially in our members but but really anybody you rely on power for some backup medical devices and things like that. Mm-hmm. We are doing the very best we can to get that power back on, but it's really important that you have a, a plan B for that that if you had depend on something that needs power, have a plan B for getting that that energy somewhere else if you have a battery pack somehow or a portable generator that you can hold out you know keep outside and somehow get things charged up uh, but definitely have a plan b on that because your health is super important and we're getting you know we're getting there as fast as we can and and any power provider would be that same way um but we you know you're, you may not be able to have power 100 percent of the time even though we're trying really hard so for sure. your own health make sure you have a plan b on those sure yeah so uh, i guess the last thing i'll i'll say is uh, well if anybody has any questions because i know that this this is a lot of information and when in doubt well we already learned that the answer is no, no but just don't <laughs> But if somebody has questions or they have concerns or even if they want to report anything, uh, mm-hmm. is there contact information? For sure. If I mean, if you're on Nolan, obviously give us a call at 270-765-6153. Uh, our website, Nolan RECC, has lots of great information on our Outage Center page. Um, and there's also a lot of really good um, uh, places online that you can go, safeelectricity.org. Uh, there's some governmental websites. Literally just Google electrical safety. And there's a lot of great, obviously you want to go to reputable sources. <laughs> Sure. If it has .gov, you're pretty good, .org, most of them are pretty good. Um, but but check those for lists of emergency kits that you can make, you know, in, in case of a storm. Uh, but but by and large, you can go to our website, and we're going to have a lot of information there. And if you have any questions, please give us a call. Yeah. Well, I think that's great advice. Yeah. Thank you very much for your time today. For sure. It was good to see you.